Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast, and this is the first episode of our spooky Halloween spectacular, ah! a war of tricks and treats. Honestly, that was scarier than his intro. <laughs> Sorry I scared you, Nathan. My name uh. is Tanner Azanero. I am your humble dungeon master, joined by your incredible players who are going to introduce themselves, but not their characters just yet. Hi, I'm David Beeman. Hi, I'm David Sturgis. Hi, I'm Nathan Augustine. Hi, I'm Zach Stenzel. Before we begin, one quick that clarification. Was so normal, I hated Super it. Super normal. We're about to get into a weird campaign as well. It's going to be horrifying when we introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one quick clarification I want to give our audiences in regards to the term nightmare. Clarification. Um, stop. In this campaign, knights are not called knights. They are called nightmares, but spelled with a K. In this audio medium, there's no way to easily distinguish that without giving this context as a heads up. Wait, they're not pronounced nightmares. Nope, it's just nightmares. So just so I you quit. guys know going forward. <laughs> I could quit. When we refer to nightmares as a group of soldiers or as a title. How crazy is it going to make Tanner if we all called it nightmares anyway? <laughs> word for nights. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> like if all four of us just agree right now to do okay. that, it's going to be it's gonna be awful. orbiting around his mic. <laughs> <laughs> My mic is the sun and I'm Earth. <laughs> I actually think the mic orbits around Nathan. Ah. And I think Nathan is flat. Ah. Anyways. Ah. <laughs> hey, Nathan is voluptuous. <laughs> okay. Let's you calling him fat? begin. No! It is time we begin our story. But to do so properly, we must admit that our story does not begin at the beginning. We find ourselves not at the foot of this mountainous tale, but rather the precipice of victory or defeat. And to understand what is at stake, we must look back upon what has come before. Welcome to the land of Sawin. 31 years prior to our story, Sawin was a place of frightening inhabitants, such as monsters, ghouls, ghosts, witches, vampires, and more. A world comparable to the medieval period, Sawin was governed by the haunted houses, noble families who oversaw the greater settlements of the land and ruled in peace amongst one another. The beginning before the beginning begins in the capital of Sawin, an island called Nocturne, on the eve of All Hollows. A special night where the court of haunted houses all gathered to celebrate peace within the land. We weave through the villages surrounding Castle Nocturne, watching skeleton people dance in the streets with one another as a band of vampires play their lutes for a big crowd under the light of the full Sawin moon. Werewolf children gleefully dash through the streets playing tag, transforming in and out of their lycanthrope forms as needed. Bog monsters and Kenku crow folk play CD games of dice in the dark corners of the village, but everywhere one could look this night, only celebration would be found. 
including beyond the village, past the nightmares in suits of armor defending Castle Nocturne, we see more beings of frightening nature, including some humans, as well as food humanoid people, vegetable folk, and the like from the settlement of Feast, joining here in the celebration amongst Sawin's upper echelon of highborn members of society. This is the Court of Haunted Houses. The rulers of Sawin who gather in Castle Nocturne to celebrate peace on the eve of all hollows. Out on a balcony of this grand hall, a scarecrow person leans against a parapet to look out onto the island of Nocturne, and there in the sky, they see as they look out a falling star. Burning brightly above the island, easily visible not only because of its pretty glow, but also because this falling star continues to get closer and closer to the island. It eventually crashes a few miles from the castle, far enough that it isn't heard, but close enough that those who were out on the balcony got quite the sight. A good omen for this night, perhaps. We zoom out from the island of Nocturne. A view from the distance shows the pretty lights of a happy celebration all across the aisle and a perfect night. We hold that same view, but hard cut to present day. It is the darkest part of the darkest night. No light is seen on the island of Nocturne. No sounds of celebration, only the crashing of waves against the ship we find ourselves on. It is 31 years after the last Eve of All Hollows. As the ship approaches the shoreline of Nocturne, we see a small being placed upon a little table looking out from the ship's bow. This being is a humanoid, or part of a humanoid. It is the severed head of a human man. He has thick, long, curly black hair and immaculately smooth brown skin, resembling what we would think of as Pakistani in appearance. His nose is thin and pointed with deep brown eyes that almost seem black. A thick black beard dangles a short distance from his chin, and upon his head a crown is perched, perfectly centered on this severed head, as if it dare not budge from its place for fear of dishonoring its wearer. This severed head rests on this table, its weight balanced upon the stump of neck left. This severed head is known across Sawin as the Throneless Crown, King Ichabod Feralia of House Feralia. Floating next to King Feralia, a being of nightmarish creation. Nathan, would you please introduce your character to us? But before we divulge your backstory, let's learn your name, title, and appearance. I am ha ha funny. 
<laughs> I am the royal cackler and fearmonger of House Feralia. Um, ha Ha Funny is a floating jack-o'-lantern pumpkin um, with the top stem cut out and a single glowing candle is placed through the top and rests inside his little carcass body and two spectral mage hands act as his hands uh, for his non-body. He is just a floating jack-o'-lantern with two mage hands. Um, And little green sprouts kind of uh, protrude out of his pumpkin body while his candle just glows and mist pours out from his eye holes. Ha ha funny. You float (laughs) next to King Feralia as the island of Nocturne draws nearer. Your vision wanders from the shore of destiny laid out before you to the bodiless king next to you. King Feralia says, Haha, I wish not to gaze upon victory for a brief moment. I have done so for 31 long years. If you would allow a king one brief moment of escape and tilt my eyes toward the stars, I shall be forever grateful. Anything for you, your grace. And I kind of cram his head <laughs> and just like I, I like to think there's like we have a thing for this <laughs> and there's like a little like easel rest, like yeah. an easel like <laughs> that I just kind of like tilt his head back onto and so he can look up he pauses for a brief moment there's some silence again all you hear is the crashing waves dare I say that it is not conjecture but a fact that the stars look upon us in reverence just as much as we do them. Would you do me one more kindness, friend, and keep this moment of reprieve that I have taken a secret? I wish not to be known as the king who looked upon victory for only nearly 31 years. Anything for you, your grace. (laughs) (laughs) You have... Uh, this quiet little moment um, with uh, King Ferali, and he just says, thank you, friend. friend, friend. That word friend kind of echoes through your mind mm. as you are taken back. Even before you were given sentience, mm-hmm. you were brought into being by Lady Feathertop Corvus on the island of Feast. Lady Feathertop carved a hole in the top of your frame prying it off of you by the stem. She dug your insides from your body, seed and all, and filled you with ritualistic, forgotten, and dark magics that could only be well handled by a caster of her stature. You were made to be a gift for Sawin, and to be shared with all seven of the haunted houses. Your sentience was garnered the moment Lady Corvus lit your internal flame and the first face that you ever saw was Ichabod Feralia. Younger then, with his head attached to his body, his smile was your first greeting into the world of Sawin, and House Feralia was the first house that you were meant to spend time with before the events of that night changed the life that you never knew forever. We remain in this flashback from 31 years ago. 
and move forward a few moments in time. Across the room, we see a proud young man. David Sturgis, would you please introduce the young version of your character? Adon is a 16-year-old boy. Uh, he just has a slightly darker complexion, uh, relatively athletic build, and just this kind of hopeful, youthful look to him of just a kid who's where he's always wanted to be. Adon, you are lowborn. You are from a village with no name outside the city of Reaper, where House Feralia oversees the land. You are the youngest apprentice to Feralia's nightmares, on track to become a nightmare yourself. As you wander through this party, enjoying the lavish scenery and the finely dressed nobles all around you, for the first time you find yourself face to face with King Feralia. He's tall and handsome, and he looks at you with recognition. Sire, and I drop down to one knee. Uh, how... everything tonight? Looking... looking clean, looking good? Uh, he... he places a hand, uh, gently on your shoulder, and he just says, Rise, young man. Stand up. What is your name? Adon, sir. Adon. You're the apprentice that I continue to hear so much about. It's oh, an man. honor. It's an honor, truly. True. It's my honor, and I'll be watching your career closely. I, I, thank you, sire. And um, I believe the Castle Reaper is in good hands, with you wielding a weapon in its name. Always. Time will tell of your success, Adon. It shall. Hard cut to present day. Thirty-one years later. Sitting by himself as the crew of this ship begins to prepare to drop the anchor. The same person, but a different man. David, would you please describe Adon as he is present day? Present day, Adon has a very just thick, muscled, kind of Kratos, Gregor the Mountain-like build. Uh, his skin has become a dark ashen gray, his eyes a sickly pale yellow, and scars cross over his body as he dons a black scale armor with gold inlay and a hood up over his head. Two sailors a ways away from Adon look over at him, and they speak softly to one another. Adon, you are unable to hear this, but the conversation goes. Is that who I think it is? Aye, that be the man beyond madness. What is he doing here? He's committed treason against King Feralia and abandoned his post. Aye, that he has, but sailors whisper that King Feralia pardoned the man. What? Why? Maybe the man beyond madness is the key to victory, and King Feralia sees something that we don't. Okay, sure, or maybe he's insane. Not all good men be sane. Neither all sane men be good. Closer to King Feralia, but not intruding upon his conversation with Ha Ha Funny. Another being stands stoically upon the rocking ship. 
the youngest of our player characters, sort of. <laughs> Zach, would you please introduce your character? Yeah. Um, you see standing on this boat silently, you cannot tell where their eyes are going, this set this set of dark ebony armor that is glistening under the stars, reflecting off the water. Streaks of purple run down their side in what looks like electricity. Two sets of horns sit atop the helmet. One larger set pointed up and a smaller set pointed downward with one of those classic T-slits for eyes and amethyst adoring in a line down the center where their nose would be. The breastplate is without flaw and black opal stones sit where each nail went into the armor. The boots come to a spiked toe pointing upwards and the gauntlets perfectly mold to the weapons at its side plated with purple streakings at the fingers. This is the heart of steel. Once again, we flash back, not to the night that the war began on that fateful eve of all hollows, but six years following when the heart of steel was forged by the grand mage of house Exequy, Aberon F. Lorne and the spirit blacksmith, Glar Sintuk. House Exequy are enemies to King Feralia, and before we go into the specifics of the alliances formed in the midst of this war, we learn that the Heart of Steel was built to be a weapon against King Feralia. More than just a simple animated suit of armor, a true soldier with conviction but the indestructibility of fleshless steel. Your soul was born into the suit of armor that is your body. And from your first moment, you were told that King Feralia was the enemy and that you were to do everything in your power to kill him. But sometimes you would question things. You would ask questions about how the war began what exactly King Feralia had done to become an enemy and such a poison for the land of Sawin. More often than not, you were scolded for your questions. Good soldiers don't ask questions, they follow orders. Eventually, siblings of yours were forged alongside you. Your three brothers are known as Shadow Itself, Death's Farmhand, and the Harbinger. You could tell that your undesired traits were not passed along to your siblings. They didn't ask questions, and they were clearly stronger fighters than you. But together, you were a force of unstoppable carnage on the field of battle. With your three brothers' prowess on the field, they were sent off to fight on the front lines. But you were kept behind for a secret mission. You were sent to King Feralia in the guise of an ally's gift and delivered directly to King Feralia at Castle Reaper. For a week, you remained in Feralia's war room, serving as a decoration, listening and waiting for the opportune moment to assassinate the king. No one was aware of your presence and you hadn't moved an inch. After a week of waiting, 
Feralia asked his counsel for some private time in his war chamber. And that was your opportunity before you could even so much as think about moving. You heard the bodiless head speak to you. Pardon me, friend. Um, but before you assassinate me on, on behalf of House Exegui, might you do me the kindness of the last conversation? Uh, I stand even more still, which is impossible because I was unmoving before, but I'm just like kind of thinking to myself like, mm-mm. There's a beat of silence. You are very patient. That's, that's quite the virtue. You're also incredibly peculiar, which in my eyes is another great virtue. I've never seen anyone who resembles you before. And you're certainly no mere animated suit of armor. What is your name? The Heart of Steel. Do you move at this point? Yeah, I think I kind of just like very kind of mechanically walk around to the other side of the table so I don't have to touch him to move him around. Mm -hmm. A beautiful name indeed. Tell me, Heart of Steel, with, with such a strong name, do you believe your own heart to be equal in strength? You are the first to ask of this heart. Hmm. Well, it seems a shame, doesn't it? You've proven yourself to be a good soldier. You followed your orders. I will not scream nor call for help should you decide to carry out your duty like a good soldier. I only make one request. Uh, he says I get out my, like, greatsword. Uh, this head does not flinch. Uh, he's, like, staring unwaveringly at you. Mm -hmm. That request is that your decision be based upon your own heart and nothing more. If you truly are the heart of steel, I know your decision shall be just. Heart of steel, how did you react upon receiving the first ever choice that anyone had ever given you? I think the heart of steel kind of holds the great sword above his head as if to like full executioner style just like take this thing out and is stuck thinking about this choice never been given choices before thinking and knowing that someone actually wants to know what he thinks and the sword clatters to the ground and I just stand there in like the same pose as if I was holding the sword, but just kind of frozen. From that day, you joined King Feralia, making an enemy of House Exequi as well as your three brothers. You have fought them many times over the course of the war, but present day here you stand alongside your chosen king on what you hope to be the last night at war. Can I say something really silly? Yeah. I'm realizing now, like, my character is just the plot of iRobot. <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, that's it, most like construct <laughs> plots. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, I, I had, didn't even think about I, it. I had not soul. made that connection. Well, Iron Giant. Does, does, that make, does that make the king Will Smith? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to hate him. <laughs> and finally, separate from all other crew members who are too afraid to be anywhere near this freakish thing of unholy reputation. David Beeman, would you please introduce your character by their current and more widely known name and describe their appearance as it is in the present day? <clears throat> yes, my name is Training Wheel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I am a small race car red child sized bicycle with one broken training wheel. <laughs> yes! What? The frame of the bike is painted bright red, and the white wall tires match the woven white basket and the streamers affixed to the handlebars. As training wheel comes to life, the straw weaves on the front face of the basket begin to stretch and expand, creating the appearance of two eyes and a stretched, deformed mouth. Sammy. <laughs> you were born into a noble family before you were known as Training Wheel. <laughs> the nobility of like the Schwinn. <laughs> like... You lived in Castle Reaper alongside at the time Lord Ichabod Feralia. Because of your family's status, it was easy for your kooky grandma to get the blacksmith to whip up her crazy ideas. Thus, Sawin's first and only bicycle was born. <laughs> As a gift for young Sammy. You loved this bike since the moment you got it. So much so that you didn't even mind when an accident caused you to knock off one of its training wheels, earning the bike its nickname. On this eve of all hollows, 31 years before present day. It was only a day after your granny's passing and a few weeks since you'd been given the bike as a birthday present. You were riding the bike around through the packed room of nobles celebrating peace. These nobles were from all across Sawin, from each of the seven haunted houses. Those seven houses being House Moloch, House Hag, House Exequy, House Sanguish, House Corvus, House Frankenstein, and House Feralia. We find ourselves back in the moment that changed history. Sammy, as you ride around on training wheel doing your best to take your mind off Granny's passing, a shriek erupts throughout the room. You whip around a group of adults much taller than you, uh, blocking your eyesight from where the shriek came from. More screaming follows as you finally see past a crowd of onlookers, a horrifying sight meets your eyes. It is Lord Ichabod Feralia, 
His body lies limp on the ground and his head has been severed from it. Standing above the beheaded corpse as it twitches and gurgles while buckets of blood are dumped out onto the immaculate floors, we see the person who dealt the killing blow. It is Lord Gerald Frankenstein from the city of Prometheus. Lord Frankenstein's giant blade drips Feralia's blood from it, and suddenly the entire room is in a panic. Nightmares that serve House Frankenstein begin slaughtering everyone in sight, indiscriminately. Adon and Ha Ha Funny, separately from one another, you both leap into action to attempt to help, but this surprise attack was so unpredictable. Sammy, you pedal as fast as you can back to where your parents are, and then you find them. They've both been killed. And the nightmare whose face is hidden by their armor stands above their corpses. You're just a boy. You don't know what's going on. You're so afraid. And the last thing you see is this same nightmare swing their blade into you. Everything goes black. In the emptiness, Sammy... A familiar presence reaches out to you. You feel Granny's hand on yours. And then you see her. She smiles silently at you, gestures for you to follow her into some more of this emptiness. Eventually, you awake. But your body is gone. And you are no longer Sammy. Your skin has been replaced with metal, your face with a wooden basket, and your legs with wheels. You see a vision of Granny, like a ghost standing before you solemnly. You are training wheel. And over the course of the next 31 years, as the soul of a haunted five-year-old boy trapped within a bicycle. You seek to exact revenge upon King Frankenstein, killing every nightmare you find in the hopes that one day you'll kill the one who murdered your family. An impossible task. It helps that Granny seems to know what you're looking for and looks after you every day her phantom-like presence coming and going as she sees fit. In the midst of the chaos that started this war, Frankenstein's nightmares dragged away Feralia's body for a purpose that was not yet known. Ha Ha Funny was able to retrieve the head and the conflict ended in a massacre with Lord Frankenstein escaping with Lord Feralia's headless body. For one reason or another, whether from fear or from some personal benefit they gain through alliance, House Exequy and House Sanguish both aligned themselves with House Frankenstein. Gerald Frankenstein rejected his title of Lord and demanded to be known as the Dread King Frankenstein. 
Later that week, at the funeral that was being held at Castle Reaper for Lord Feralia, whose head was going to be buried without its body, Feralia miraculously regained life, with his mind intact. Feralia, the bodiless lord of Castle Reaper, swore vengeance upon the dread King Frankenstein for bringing war to Sawin. Feralia's rallying for war, his impressive yet unexplained refusal of death, at least unexplained at the time, and his strong leadership garnered him support from House Hag and House Moloch, the witch-led and werewolf-led houses, respectively. Feralia's supporters called for the severed head to be the king of Samhain, thus replacing Ichabod Feralia's title of Lord with King, and the land knew him as the throneless crown. With three houses on each side of the war, the dread King Frankenstein and King Feralia went to war with one another, transforming the entire land of Samhain from a place of peace to a war-ridden land of death for the next 31 years. Shortly after this war began, Feralia learned the reason behind his revival was because the dread king made a mockery of his body that he had been separated from. The dread king Frankenstein's greatest commander and closest soldier is the headless horseman, otherwise known as the reanimated body of King Feralia, who now serves the dread king with unquestioning loyalty. A sick and twisted tactic, but an effective one to be sure. Now, where our story actually begins. On what you all hope to be the last night at war. Through your various journeys, you have found yourselves as King Feralia's most trusted warriors. Over the course of the 31 years at war, House Corvus, where Ha Ha Funny originated, remained on the Island of Feast, separated from the rest of the war. They refused to pick a side and have openly stated that they still honor the court of haunted houses. Ironically, House Corvus's allyship on either side of the war would be the true determining factor in who wins. House Corvus maintains Sawin's largest army, the healthiest and most bountiful crops in the land, and a wall of defenses that are impossible for either army to penetrate. House Corvus has remained safe and uninvolved in the war until tonight. King Feralia received a message from House Corvus stating they were interested in discussing allyship. This could mean the end of the war. Confirming the letter wasn't a trap, Feralia and his closest warriors set sail for Nocturne and the abandoned capital of Sawin to discuss this allyship with a member of House Corvus. Your party is the small crew tasked with accompanying King Feralia safely to this meeting. The ship lets down the anchor and you are all ferried over to the island of Nocturne, abandoned and unused for the last 31 years. Before you all venture forth on your mission to end the war, King Feralia's head is placed in a little leather holster. 
who will be carrying the king at their side as you journey forth? I want to put him in my basket. Training wheel. <laughs> you hold King Feralia's severed head in your basket. Uh, the, the what king, the fuck is happening? The king uh, says to you, Training wheel, thank you for carrying me into this dark night. It's the least I could do to repay you for the opportunity to enact revenge on those who took my family from me. We shall get you that revenge yet, Sammy. One way or another. You all venture forth onto the island of Nocturne. I've never been so scared of a character. Welcome to the campaign after that (laughs) big long lore dump. As you all walk through the forest, you know that your ultimate meeting place is in Castle Nocturne, where the Eve of All Hallows used to be held. The same place where the war began 31 years prior. To get to the castle, you have to make your way through the sprawling village that surrounds the castle first. The trees that you pass through, for the most part, are typical trees, but every so often you see trees made entirely of candy whether it be chocolate or hard candy trees with lollipop leaves. You approach the end of the woods and look out onto a scene that is eerily familiar, yet hauntingly unrecognizable. Nocturne has been abandoned. Houses are in ruin, many of them rotting from the lack of care for the past 31 years, and overgrowth has consumed much of the village. The path, however, is before you. How are you all proceeding? I'll lead the way. Is anyone trying to take any specific actions in this uh, moment as you're entering the village? It's a big village, so it's going to be a bit of walking to get through this village to Castle Nocturne. Can I just make a perception check? See if there's anything of importance sort of immediately surrounding us? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, That is a seven. (sighs) This... this village seems empty. Um, I mean, for the most part, you guys are walking into this situation expecting just an abandoned island. It's been 31 years since this place was abandoned. You know, the night of war and everything. So you don't see anything that sticks out to you in particular. I'd probably be looking for ambush points. Like if anything looks like it's tried to be concealed, but hasn't been just like any signs of recent movement or attempts to hide movement. Why don't you give me either investigation or survival? Whichever's better. Funny enough, survival is better. 17? With a 17, there aren't a lot of spaces where you feel like you could be ambushed. I mean, there's pretty sprawling woods and everything. Um... Uh, like a setup ambush doesn't seem very possible in this village, at least in this little area that you're in right now. Um, I will say with a 17 though, uh, on survival, you do find a couple of bare footprints that seem decently fresh. Uh, there's humanoids here, uh, a couple different sets of footprints that you find. The other thing that you find is just like 
evidence of something burrowing. You aren't sure, but there's like just evidence of, of some kind of animal like burrowing around this village in certain different areas that you're that you're finding. Cool. I'm just gonna float like very close behind training wheel, essentially, like right behind the back wheel. Okay. Um, not getting too close, not getting too far away either. Okay. I guess I'm taking up the rear. Yeah, I'm just kind of leading with. Um, gonna have my great axe out just kind of holding it um ready to swing if necessary you're running low on air there training wheel you could use a quick pump couldn't you (laughs) i think maybe uh it's about getting to that point but how often do you fill your wheels (laughs) as often as i can (laughs) well seems like you could do it a little more I suppose so. <laughs> you guys are moving forward. I don't know as you walk. what that reference is, but it felt like a euphemism for something. <laughs> as you walk deeper. That, that caught me so off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had no idea how to respond to that. I wasn't aiming as for you, any certain response. As you walk deeper into the town, on your left is a rotting old pumpkin patch containing enormous pumpkins that have now deflated and molded over years and years. An old sign in front of this pumpkin patch reads, tended to by the farmhand. All thanks belong to the great pumpkin. Everyone give me a history check, please. Uh, That is an unnatural one. Mm. It's a four. Eight. Seven. <laughs> wow. You want okay. to do it with advantage? Okay, great. I don't want Can you I to retroactively give someone guidance? Um, no, you can't. Okay. But if you would like, uh, one person may roll one more d20 for King Feralia. I'll give King Feralia guidance. Okay. Who's rolling the d20? Stirred your hand, reached up, yeah. so you're doing it. That's an eight. And you get a d4. And a d4. <laughs> it's higher than... It's a 10. <laughs> With King Feralia's help, um, you are reminded of... Um, the check wasn't that high, but you guys did roll really so poorly. bad. Really poorly. Um, Feralia reminisces upon seeing great pumpkin patches regularly before the war. There is, in under the jurisdiction of House Corvus on the island of Feast... There is an enormous pumpkin called the Great Pumpkin. This thing is, when I say enormous, I mean enormous, enormous, enormous. Its roots stretch all across the entire world, and many of those roots sprout up to make great pumpkin patches. And these great pumpkin patches used to be tended to by a religious sect called the Farmhand, who worshipped the Great Pumpkin as Sawin's life giver. But Once war began, a lot of the farmhands either moved back to feast under House Corvus's protection, or they were killed off, and thus all of the great pumpkin patches around the world were no longer being tended to. Um, when I look over there, is there anything I see with my eyes? Specifically. Specifically, haha funny, you look over there and you just see ghostly visions of scarecrow members of the farmhand tending to ghostly visions of pumpkins 
large and impressive. And not just pumpkins, but other vegetables and foods of sustenance. This also reminds you, um, as you look with your eyes that are affixed not only to the normal realm, but also to the dream realm beyond, you are reminded that Sawin at large, because they no longer benefit from great pumpkin patches and the bountiful greens and vegetables that come from the island of feast. Most of Sawin for the past 31 years has survived exclusively on either meat from being hunted or on candy that grows in candy vegetable patches or upon candy trees, which is part of what benefits House Corvus being that they have healthy food for them while the rest of the land has to make do with teeth rotting food every day for every meal. It's quite grim, isn't it? Graveyard of my own skin. Hmm. Great, you guys move forward. <laughs> Great. Give me uh, a quick campaign, y'all. <laughs> coming to a small center space uh, of this abandoned village, there's uh, uh, two buildings around you that stick out to you. Uh, one seems to be a residential cottage. An old sign out front labels it as Eloise and Sophie's Place. Another building is clearly a tavern, dilapidated and worn. I think I'm confused. Are we supposed to, Are we on? Are we you're, just trying to make our way through? You're trying to make your way through to the castle, but Great. you are walking through yeah. an enormous village yeah, okay. um, as you're making your way through. I'm um, just describing what you I think. by. I think the Heart of Steel is going to pop into the tavern, just kind of like peeking his head in to make sure no one's like hiding in there. Okay. While you're doing that, is anyone else taking any other actions or doing anything? Since I have the king's head in my basket, I'm kind of staying close to everybody okay. so that I, the king is at least sort of protected. Okay. I mean, I uh, I think I just want to get through the town, and I don't feel like I see anything around that's truly bothersome since this place has been abandoned for so long. I'm just kind of honed in on getting to where we need to be. Uh since we're walking through what seems like a bit more innocuous of an area, I'll use Divine Sense. Tell me what that does. Uh, as an action, you detect good and evil until the blah blah blah. You sense anything affected by the hollow spell or another location of any celestial fiend un or undead within 60 feet. Um, I will get to you in a moment. <laughs> Heart of Steel, you stick your head into this tavern. On the inside, um, you see a ghost sitting at the bar. Um, he's like sipping from like a glass, um, trying to drink from it like it's full and then looking down at it and like forgetting that it's empty. And when I say you see a ghost, mm -hmm. like... That, that is essentially the equivalent of like seeing another person in this place. Like ghosts are just like, cool. they're not anything special. They're just, yeah, yeah, you know, just people you. like everybody else. You, sir, have you seen anyone else move through this town? What? Oh. Uh. Uh. What? Have you seen anyone else come through this town today? Oh, um... 
it would be best if you answer, and I'd like to intimidate him. Uh, go ahead and roll intimidation. That's a nat one. <laughs> Can I help him, maybe? Uh, are you going to go into the tavern? A, I'll, I'll go into the tavern. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and, yeah, go ahead and I kind of, like, get up behind him and, like, peek over his shoulder. I'm going to say you two are staying close together, then. That's another nat one. No I'm not using way. this thing. Can is I that... try and intim- intimidate? No, because you get the hell back to um, We need to do some sort of thing to our I mean, uh, because I, listen, I listen, listen. My nat one right turns now. into a 10. <laughs> Still that one. Um, you talk to this ghost. This ghost just a people around. Oh, there should be people everywhere. It's Eve of all hollows. Okay, just because there should be doesn't mean there are. Have you been in here? I've been drinking with, um, oh my god, who have I been drinking with? Yourself. No, yes. Sir, you are alone. Oh, I I guess that's, um, (laughs) I guess that's true. When is the last time you interacted with anyone else? Earlier tonight when I was, um, talking to... No. Can, no. I cast, can I cast guidance on this guy to remake a history check give on me, who he's give seen? Me, both of you give me insight checks instead. Okay. Uh, nine. Twenty-three. There we go. There's a roll that matches <laughs> your level 15 characters. Um, that was low. Every time this guy thinks that he remembers something, it's like foggy. Like, he's... He doesn't seem like he's stupid. He seems confused. Mm-hmm. And every time that he gets confused, he gets like upset with himself and like sad, confused in that regard. As he should. On the outside with Adon and Training Wheel, your ability does tell you that there is evil all over the village. There is evil as like around you in the immediate and traces of it left up and down this entire so, place. So some of the specific languages, you know, the location of any celestial fiend or undead. Am I getting anything specific or just nope. in the sentiments? Okay. No, you are not. Uh, I just take the giant hammer like mall thing on my back that is just hold iron and just shift it up to my shoulder. <laughs> uh, King Feralia speaks to you, Adon, and just says, what is it that you are getting nervous for? There's evil around here. It surrounds us like a permeable force. Well, um, is there something that we can do about that? Wait. Watch. Hit first. Well, do we think that it seems that Haha Funny and the Heart of Steel are in that tavern? Should we be clearing out any buildings or anything? Or I think it's best we keep her a circle around you, Lord. We should stay focused on our destination. Okay. Those of you in the tavern, are you doing anything else while you're here? Um, I would like to float over to this ghostly buffoon or he's not stupid he's just confused either way 
Uh, I kind of walk up to him, get square, eye to eye, eye to eye. And my two mage hands grab his shoulders. And my face starts to glow, and I would like to cast Detect Thoughts on this ghost. Very interesting. Um, I just want to know what he'd be thinking. Um, you get a couple things. You get a memory of this ghost hiding in the house nearby, the one that was labeled uh, Eloise and Sophie's. He's hiding amidst a bunch of letters, like a bunch of written written notes and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that catches your eye in this um, in this like old memory that seems to be on his mind is a spell scroll within that within that home. Is that nearby? Or yes, it was literally right outside. Oh, okay. Um, you also get a memory of this guy talking to himself, and he's and he says, "You know, the hell, you know, it is a good night for sure." What did what did you what did you think about the performers? And then silence for a bit, and then laughter from this ghost, like he's talking to someone. Um, and in the memory, there is a half second of eyes in the mirror on the back wall of the bar, and then the memory stops. Heart of Steel. Yes. The mirror. It's S- no good. <laughs> smash it. If you must. I smash the mirror. Okay. You smash the mirror. Yeah, just take like, all over the, the butt of my uh, great axe. Just kind of like. Gish, gish, gish. Uh, the mirror is gone. I'm not quite sure if it was in the mirror, <laughs> but um, it may have been. I saw some eyes from this fellow. Hmm. Well, if you have nothing else for us, I shall be going. <laughs> uh, happy, happy Eve of All Hollows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to that little house. Okay. Is oh, anyone I'll following? Follow. Ha ha, funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow him. Yeah, I think we should kind of all stay together. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe we should stay focused on our destination and continue moving through. Don't you? Ha ha funny. It's just a joke. Ha <laughs> ha joke. Mm. <laughs> I must have missed there. the punchline. Mm, you you should have seen the mirror. It was quite punched. <laughs> I smashed it. He smashed it. I'm going in that house. There's a spell scroll in there. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I like clap my hands and I start floating towards okay. that house. You guys uh, go towards uh, Eloise and Sophie's place as it is labeled. As you walk in, there's papers, like, all over the floor. You see a wolf woman um, kind of cowering in the corner uh, with her head in her, like, she's she's sitting with her knees pulled up to her chest as tight as she can, and she's kind of, like, uh, looking down into her, into her arms and everything. She's kind of just sitting in the corner as you walk in. Oh, ex- excuse me, miss. Um, no, no trouble. I'm just here. What? What? Oh, you know, uh, I saw something in here and I thought I'd look for it. <laughs> uh, no, don't mind. Okay, okay. 
What goes on in this town? Who have you seen recently pass by? Um. Uh. I think I. I think. I think I. Um. Uh. There's that the the, the ghost in the tavern. Yes. We met him. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it may be. It's just us. Okay. Well. Um. <laughs> There's a, a a scroll. Everybody, give me insight checks. Haha, funny. Why don't you also give me just investigation or perception, since you're specifically looking for that as well? Great. Or everyone's insights. Four, sixteen, ten, twenty-five for insight. Okay. And uh, only a ten for okay. investigation. Um. Between, um, those insights. Haha, uh, funny, especially as you're talking to this woman, you wonder if this is either Sophie or Eloise as labeled on the outside of the home. Might you be one of the names on this structure? Uh, oh, my my name's Sophie. Sophie, and where might be Eloise? <laughs> Who? El- El- Eloise, the one also on the... The sign out there? I don't know. I don't know anyone named Eloise. I no need to cry. I, this it's just I'm sorry, a name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know anyone named Eloise. I want to very slowly roll up to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I just want to stare at them. Okay. Like, try and frighten them. Okay. Roll me intimidation. And I'll cast guidance on um, him. You have a D4. That is a 21. Go ahead and roll a D4. That's a one. She kind of freezes. As you stare at this woman, she becomes frozen in fear of you. I'm going to say also in the midst of this intimidation, you get the sense that you are not the scariest thing that this woman has ever seen. Mm. Be calm. Be still. What have you seen? What is it that ails you? What is it that truly frightens you? You right now, sir. I know, but I am not the most fearsome or frightening thing that you have seen, am I? I've never seen anything more frightening than you. Roll inside. Can with I get a, with advantage? Yeah. You roll. <laughs> uh, it's a ten, or that's a twelve. I need to. I need new dice. She seems to believe herself. She seems to believe herself when she says, even that. though it's not necessarily true. You don't necessarily believe her, hmm. but she seems to believe herself. Hearing all this, and like, if I understand all this, is can I make the assumption that what she is fearing is connected to the sense of evil that yes, I detected? I will, I will say yes. Yeah. Um, so is she? Uh, you said she's a ghost. Uh, no, right? this is a she's wolf a werewolf. This is, she's oh, a werewolf okay. She's woman. okay. This is a wolf woman. Okay. Uh, gotcha. uh, ha ha! Funny. Uh, with your investigation, you do find uh, the spell scroll. Oh. Um, as you're looking around, um, you 
pick up this spell scroll and you're familiar with items like this. This one's pretty old and worn. It's just an old spell scroll for uh, the spell comprehend language. Oh. Okay. Um, I like store it. Yeah. Uh, I like kind of roll it up and put it to my candle flame mm-hmm. and it kind of just like it looks like it just like bursts into flames and leaves but it's like stored in your yep. head. Got it. Is anyone doing anything else? Well, um, I want to look around. Is there anything else just besides this one room that we're in in this house? There's other parts of the house. Every it's kind of falling apart. There's a big hole in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's rotted pretty bad. There's letters and stuff all over the floor. Besides, um, what uh, the the spell scroll that Haha Funny was looking for. But otherwise, there's not much beyond this woman. Um, I would like to um i kind of put my great axe away um and i just kind of like rub my hands together and shoot out kind of this sphere of purple energy um and i need her to make a charisma saving throw please uh 10 she fails she is under the zone of truth spell okay who else lives here with you no one i've i've only ever lived by myself who else have you seen recently other than the ghost um no one is this three-wheeled creature the scariest thing you've seen in your entire life yes what is the great evil that surrounds this place what great evil is evil a lot of it is her do do her eyes look glazed over or confused similar to the ghost no she seems confused, but not in a like mm-hmm. altered mindset mm-hmm. way. I was kind of going to ask if it seems like maybe she's cursed or charmed in some way. Mm, she doesn't seem like it. She just seems really confused. Okay. When's the last time you left this house? Um, I don't remember. I was hiding. Why? You, her name was what again, sir? Sophie. Has your name always been Sophie? Yeah, of course. Where are you hiding from? I was, um, why was I, was I hiding or was I just sitting? I think I was just sitting. Then why did you tell me you were hiding? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I'm confused. I'm going to say at this point, what the thought that he had earlier, mm-hmm. you get the same thought that you don't fucking believe her at all, but she believes herself. And, and she's not as honestly yeah. as she's, she's not capable of. Charmed or cursed you or anything nope, like that. Nope. <sighs> this is a pointless endeavor. I mean, maybe like her memory was changed or something like that. Like it's not like an ongoing effect. Yeah. Um I drop the zone of truth spell and I just walk outside. Okay. You leave Sophie within. Um And what was the other name? Eloise. Eloise. Sophie yeah. and Eloise. Uh Heart of Steel, you were the first one to walk outside. I am. Um, just roll me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Cool. Uh, bec- is this still within 10 feet of me? Uh, I'm going to say no. Sad. That's fine. I have my own plus four on saves. Fair. Uh, with disadvantage, that is a 16. You walk outside and you trip pretty hard on something. Um... Uh, did I fail? Uh, you did fail. 
Great. Um, you you trip pretty. Hold on. Hey, let, let, let me finish. No, Give let me, me finish. <laughs> oh, gosh. Give me a second. Because I am going to um, use an ability called Favored by the Gods to add 2d4 to that. Does this ability have points that you, you run out of if you spend them? Uh, one per day. Let me save you Great. this point. You failed. RIP. You fall pretty hard, brace yourself on your arm. And, and that's it. You've tripped over something. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I look at what I tripped over? There's nothing there. Getting a bit clumsy, are we, Heart of Steel? <laughs> I uh, just kind of get up and I pay no mind to the floating pumpkin behind me. <laughs> it oh. was just a joke. Ha ha. Funny. Funny. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to say you continue through the town, moving closer to the castle with this information that you've gathered. You're kind of in another main area of this village. Um, standing out in the street, you do see a vampire woman. She's softly weeping to herself. Uh, and her positioning in the middle of the road is odd. Like she was truly just wandering aimlessly. Um, before you was a large church, a rare place of worship for members of the farmhand. Uh, besides that, another dilapidated house uh, sticks out uh, to you like before. Uh, there's something else, though, I'm going to say with your um, effect of detecting evil around you. You don't necessarily get evil in... You don't get, detect a presence, but in the woods beyond this house, you detect like a point of origin. Mm. These are kind the, of the multiple things that you see before you. The impending evil I have felt is behind, is strongest back behind this place. Then we know where to avoid. Keep your eyes open. Remember why you're here. I don't have eyes. I don't have eyes. I technically don't have eyes. <laughs> Lamp, dustbin, creature. Remember who the fuck you are. And I'm going to cast a prayer, prayer of resolve. Uh, you, So the three of you and Lord Feralia, I'll include him in this, each get 13 temp hit points. Okay, cool. Okay. King Feralia, by the way. King Feralia. It's more than a lord. He's our king. You shall address the king as your grace. <laughs> he knows who I am. I know who he is. Doesn't seem like you do. It is all right. Oh, funny. Is anyone there again? So before you, there's this weeping vampire woman. There's a church in front of you. There's this house. And then there's the presence kind of behind the house in terms of things that catch your eye before you as you're moving through this village. I mean, I don't want to be that evil thing. Should just mm -hmm. go to the... Again, just to reiterate, you don't detect the thing back right, there. Yeah. Just you the just detect like a point of it feels old. Like it feel like it feels oh. like the presence that was there was really strong a long time ago. I would like to um, roll up to the crying vampire okay. woman. Um, which way is she facing? Um, I'm going to say toward you, kind of towards in the direction that you guys were walking. Okay. I'm going to roll up to her, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be perfectly still 
right in front of her. Okay, roll me intimidation again. <laughs> you can have guidance on that. Um, it's a D4. Guidance adds a D4. Okay, that's... That's a 28. Um, you just roll up to her, and I'm going to say... King Ferali actually helps you out because his fucking head, <laughs> is, in head bucket, is in the basket. Is in your bucket, and he just says, "Hello, ma'am." And she goes, "Ah!" And uh, she just says, "Take it, take it. I don't need it. Take it here. Fine." And then she tosses um, something into the basket and runs. Um, what did she toss into the basket? Uh, I'm gonna say one of your like uh, little weaves like picks it up and pulls it out. <laughs> um, uh, you just get a small hand mirror. Okay. Fascinating. Can I investigate like a, this hand mirror? Yeah, go ahead with advantage. <laughs> um, that is a 15. It's just a normal, like, small little hand mirror for, like, look, checking your makeup or, or, you know. Interesting. Um, Heart of Steel. Mm. I found another mirror. I smash it. Mirror's gone. Well, <laughs> all right then. Is it? Hold on. Isn't it? <laughs> I'd like to say I'm laughing in character. Too. Is, isn't it odd that a vampire would have a mirror? Roll me insight with advantage. Um, nine <laughs> with advantage. Oh, minus one to Jesus insight. Jesus fucking Christ! I see this. I hear him say that. Can I also roll insight? Yeah, go ahead. Everyone I'll, roll insight. I'll give you yes. guidance. <laughs> Good lord. Um, go 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 go. Sixteen or dirty twenty. Six. <laughs> um, that is a dirty twenty. Got it. Um, Heart of Steel makes a fucking fantastic point. Uh, vampires wouldn't be able to see themselves in a mirror. Can they I, wouldn't. They wouldn't appear like. Can I chase her down? Or did she run away? Uh, yeah, uh, as she's actually as she's running away, I want to cast scrying. Okay. <laughs> Infamous so, spell. Okay. I want to cast scrying on her. <laughs> she's running away, so that as she runs away, wherever she goes or whoever she interacts with, I can see through her. Cool. For ten minutes. Um, I'm gonna say that starts now. I'm gonna. Say she rolled high enough to get away, so she does get away. But you have a fucking eye on her. Yeah, I can see exactly what she sees. Mm -hmm. Well, before we have to smash all the mirrors in this old town, can we get a move on? Uh, hold on. Um, I want to cast mending on the mirror. Yeah, kind of fix it yeah, up. You fix it, uh, and then I want to cast speak with inanimate objects. That's my favorite response. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, I what do you say to this I'm mirror? the least intimidating thing here. Alright, mirror, what's going on? What? Why were you the vampire lady? Well, she picked me up. I don't really get to decide what people use me for. But Fair. Where'd she pick you up from? Um, I think I was in that house over there. I don't have fingers, but that house next to the church over there I was in. Okay. Where were you before that? Um, I think, I don't know. I think some local crafter made me a long time ago. That vampire lady seemed very scared. Yeah, what's she scared of? 
I don't know, but she was trying to use me to see it. And then sometimes she'd be like really scared of something, and then the next moment she'd be really calm. Can I use you to see whatever that thing was? Did you sure. did you know what it was? Nope. No, okay. No. Who used you before the vampire lady? Hmm. There's a man in the in the church. Um he was also scared. Hmm. I want to kind of just like look around with this mirror then. Give me Oh, this is the thing that fucking tripped me. Give me man. give me the give me Ooh, fucking give me perception with advantage. Okay, come on. We're gonna use big dice for this one. It's a six. Uh, you don't see anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. This is wonky, and I'm gonna see if this works. So I have the light cantrip. Uh, I touch an object and it just can shine bright light in a radius and then dim light for a while. If I cast it on this mirror, since the mirror is animated but also an object, can I look at it and be like, you can use this light and direct us if there's anything needing to be noted? Or uh, it's basically ooh. point. If it can like refract the light in a certain way. Yeah, sure. How long does this last? This uh, the speak with inanimate objects? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Okay, yeah. And mine lasts an hour. Yeah, so basically it'll shine a light on yeah. anything I make it a bright, like, neon green light. Cool. So it's yeah. like a yeah. fucking, like, laser. Cool. Yeah. And so being a literal set of armor and having no muscles, I just kind of hold it above my head um, unwaveringly. Oh, cool. Great. Thanks. I, I guess I can point this up now. Yeah, that's the church. There's a guy in there. He keeps talking about, like, singing. He, like, he can always hear singing. He's really upset about the singing. Um, that house, there's a lady in there. Uh, she does a lot of writing. That lady does a lot of writing. Is and he pointing at the house next to the church? Okay. Um, and then and then he it, it points to the woods behind the house, and it's just like, no one goes over there. Um, Why? They seem afraid of it. I'm not sure. Big dark evil power. Well, t- <laughs> uh, well, I guess one one time this this lady was wandering through that spot there, but there wasn't anything over there. Do you know Sophie or Eloise? Um, no, I don't think so. Is that the lady in that house there, the mm. one who does all the writing? Mm-mm. You get she. So one thing that sticks out to you is that this is another house where this mirror is talking about more writing, mm-hmm. but this is a different house than Sophie and Eloise's. Mm-hmm. Can I just roll insight against that? Because I saw yeah. you roll something. I want to see if it was deception or no. History. I'll tell you. I'll tell you straight up. Um, I was rolling to see if he knew Sophie or Eloise. He rolled that one. Okay, cool. Um, I think I just you know with this thing above my hand, I kind of burst into the other house he was talking about where the mayor previously was. Okay. Um, you walk in on a human woman. Um. And um, she's like looking through all these papers, um, and she like jumps as you as you walk in. Um, she says, "Who are you? Who? Uh, what? Who are you? What are you afraid of?" I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I roll. I, um, <laughs> I roll. 
I roll up to the human <laughs> and I just <laughs> roll in this, I just stand there roll in this with advantage. burst in your house and ask you what you're afraid of Beeman you can have guidance hey hey do you ever get scared <laughs> uh, that's a 23 23 is this a metaphorical asking or a literal asking <laughs> I would say this woman fully throws any papers she's looking at in the air and tries to run out of the house is there only one entrance? Yeah. Can I'm, I block it from running yeah, out? Sure, you can block yeah. it from running out, yeah. What are you afraid of? Why is this town so afraid? You, you I'm afraid of Before you. me. Before you, there was, um... Oh, no, 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 no. I was looking for something. Um, Mirror, what was she looking for? I don't know. How am I supposed to know what she was looking for? I was, I was, uh, shit. I was looking for something. Does it stay in the writings? Oh, I was looking at the writings. Why was I looking at the writings? Um, uh, she's lost in trying to remember I what she was looking for. Can want to start, start reading? Yeah, I want to start reading some. Great. Uh, everybody give me investigation checks. I'm finding the weird pattern of people not being able to remember things kind of interesting. Eight. Thirteen. Twenty-four. Sixteen. I cool. love bards. Yeah, thank God you guys have a fucking bard yeah. on your side. God, I, most Lord. of my minus stats the two are paladins. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. With with your guys's rolls, there's two pieces of information that you find. Um, actually, I'm going to say three. The the first, um, you get like you get um one thing. We get three. It's a, it's a, it's a, the first thing is a a letter that seems to have been written. It's dated about like thirty years ago or so. Ooh. Um, at first glance, uh, one of the sentences that jumps off of the letter to you is, um, "I'd like to invite you to dinner. It's been so long since I've seen you. It seems like someone is sending this letter like out to someone to come visit Nocturne." You're reading over the letter again, and you're realizing that you forgot parts of the letter that were written, like scrawled in the corner. There's come quickly, please help. And then you read the sentence again. It just says, I'd like to invite you to dinner. It's been eating us. It's been so long since I've seen you. I turn to the woman and I go, what's your name, ma'am? Nina. What's been eating you? Nothing's have I been eating the letter are there names on the letter? I didn't write that. No, there's why do you have it? The letter? I don't know. There's there's tons of letters in this house. Were you so a mail carrier? Stuff. No, I don't think I was um, How did the, you find yourself the in this mail house? carrier was um You could do it. No fuck I cast guidance. It's the mail uh, command. I don't know <laughs> Um, Sorry, what were you saying? Um, how did you find yourself in this house? I I hid. What were you hiding from? God damn it! No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. Was I hiding? Maybe I just walked in. Um, as you're continuing to look through, you see another note that says, "I stopped the singing, but it is still out there. It stays away from the rock behind the house." The third thing that you find, you find an old letter. 
like older than before the war. This letter is speaking with someone um, just kind of about the goings on of Samhain at large. And it mentions um, the leadership of a house called House Praxis. And it mentions a Lady Adine Praxis. Uh, Everybody roll me history checks, please. Can I forego mine to give someone advantage? Because sure, I'm just not sure. going to be helpful. Uh, Sturge, it's all yours. I just rolled a nat 20. Oh, oh Beeman, it's oh, all yours. Oh, okay. I will let it be Beeman. I'll let the nat I 20 I also keep. rolled a nat 20. Really? I didn't. I rolled a 14. A nat 20 and a nat 1. Wow. I, I was going to let Beeman keep it anyway, but wow, it's fate. Um, Zach, wait, see so what you're going to roll just for wait, fun. So which of us are... The, we'll get a nat 20. You'll give you a nat 20. Wait, this no, is but a, are, this are, is are you a picking what? me or Sturge's? Is Which not 20 are you picking? I feel like you're going to be mad at me if I don't say you, so you. That's very <laughs> presumptuous. <laughs> I got I a six. Presumptuous, you asked me the question. Everything <laughs> Adon remembers, he doesn't say. Um, I got a six. Would have gotten a six. With a, with a nat 20. You all are aware. Lady Adine of House Praxis sounds so familiar mm. there's there's never been a house praxis there's there is no house praxis you don't know where a house practice would be that is not one of the seven yeah. haunted houses my my liege what do you make of this i am um, i'm not sure i've never heard of a house praxis before maybe it maybe it's code or something it could be speaking in this is military. I'm not sure. Strange letter. Mm. I exit the house. Okay. Do I get tripped again? No. Dang. Does my new mirror friend say anything? Nope. I. What did that letter say again? I go to the rock by the, the house. The uh, we'll get it said you in something a about singing or something. Or yeah, the one that was about singing was like I've stopped the singing, but it's still out there. And the church guy. I was going to say that. Here and singing. I was going to say that. Really annoyed. By <clears throat> that draws mm-hmm. me to the church. But that also draws me to the rock behind the house. I'll, I'll go with said. the hardest deal. How, how funny! Do you want to go to the church with me then? That sounds very funny. Okay, I say we venture to the church. Okay, haha! Ha, funny and training wheel go to the church. Adon and Heart of Steel go back behind the house. We are going to go to the church first. Um, you guys walk in. You see a scarecrow man kneeling on the floor in between one of the pews. I roll up to him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's all it takes. Listen, I'm Um, too far away, but can I cast guidance? uh, No. First off. (laughs) Actually, I have a question first. Yeah. Uh, Like as we're rolling in or before we roll in, I just wanted to check in. Do I see anything scrying on the vampire woman? Not at this point. She's running through the woods. Okay, that's all I see. Oh, okay. She's running through the woods. She does not seem like she's running for any reason. I just wanted to check with you. Yeah, got you. Um, This, the first thing that sticks out is the fact that this is a a scarecrow person, a person from Feast uh, Mm -hmm, under the leadership of House Corvus. You guys have not seen a scarecrow Mm -hmm. person in 31 years. Um, so this guy got like left behind in the evacuation of Nocturne when the war started. Um, he's kneeling on the floor. He's uh, he's covering his ears and he says, "Oh, great pumpkin, roots abounding." And he 
my tongue from drying out and just rocking back and forth on his knees in between these pews. He doesn't see you when you roll up to him. I'll say that. <clears throat> roll intimidation. Advantage. Can I like sit on his seat and pedal his pedals with my hand, mage hands? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Can I do that to like yes. also intimidate? He already has advantage. I can't give him any more advantage. Well, can I roll sure, intimidation? Sure, roll in second. Yeah, roll intimidation. And then we'll just like combine them. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be fun. I'm going to roll the big die because it's funnier. Um, okay, cool. I love, sorry, I love the bit of just, <laughs> can I scare him? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's bitch. Halloween. Yeah. That's a 23. What'd you get? A 27. <laughs> so uh, 50. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, demons. Demons. I'm not a demon. I am something far worse. <laughs> <laughs> um. What? What do you wish? What do you what, what? What do you want? What would you like? I want you to tell me. Why are you here? I'm hiding. What is it that you are hiding from? I. Oh, or was I praying? I might have been praying. You are singing something. Are Are you hearing something that we're not You're singing? How do I stop the singing? I don't know. I do not hear it. I can hear it now. As oh. I know I have to sing, so I do not hear it. And then he starts rocking back and forth. Um, is there anything in like the choir or organ area of this church of notice? Anything? Everything's pretty destroyed. Uh, um, this place seems like it's been ransacked. I'm going to say could, could both of you roll me investigation with advantage or or perception, whatever is better. Uh, that is a 14. 22. The floor has been ripped up in certain parts like this church has been burrowed under. And I detected a burrowing thing earlier. As this guy's talking about the singing, there's just this slight, like, each of you just kind of turn, like you notice something, like over your shoulder, you turn and there's nothing there, you just turn back and look at this guy and he's just rocking back and forth on the ground. Can, I know this is like kind of. This is kind of how couches works in a campaign you'll never know about. Um, <laughs> but, like, can I try and... I mean, I always see it, but can I, like, look into the dream realm yes. to, like, see if there's yeah. something around here? You, in your creation, were given this bizarre sight into this nightmarish dreamscape. Roll me one more investigation check. Okay. Since you're looking specifically through that lens. Okay, um, that's an 18. A lot of things in the dream realm are senseless. It is it is souls on top of souls on top of souls, memories on top of memories. It's kind of a mess. You've learned to like look through it. Yeah. Um, but every now and then things just catch your eye and um, you see this scarecrow man in this church um, hiding underneath one of the pews next to someone 
It's this crow Tengu person. And they're looking at each other and talking to each other. And um, you they're staring directly at each other. And suddenly you watch this, the crow person vanish. You don't see what happens. They just kind of fade ethereally in your vision. And the scarecrow person's face just kind of glazes over for a minute. And then he turns and he calms down like he didn't just see what he just saw. Hmm. Kind of matches the description that the mirror said where like the vampire was super spazzed out like scared and then calmed down a bit randomly. Our party going out into the woods, Adon and Heart of Steel. I look at the woman in this house and I want to use cleansing touch. Okay. You use your action to end one spell on yourself or one willing creature that you touch. There is no spell effect on this person. Cool. <laughs> I felt like I had to try. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where's the shot? In that case, we go to the woods. Off. Beyond this house, you pass by dead and sometimes scorched trees as you go. Hmm. A short distance from the village, you come across a large crater in the ground. It seems like this crater was formed a long time ago. Grass has regrown in some of the impact site, but the damage was still permanent enough to have left a scar upon the woods here. In the center of this crater, a large rock of some unknown origin. It is almost porous with round holes within it. It's about four feet tall and three feet wide. That is what you see behind this house. And this is the origin of the evil you've been detecting. But again, it doesn't feel like the presence is here. It just feels like the origin point. Can I like investigate or study it in some way that I can determine like a specific kind of magic or evil? Yes. Go ahead and roll me Arcana with advantage because of your effect as well. And I'll give you guidance. That is an 18. With an 18, I'm going to combine this a bit with a history check. The scorched trees that are around this, they, they're pretty scorched around it. And then as you were making your way through, it was like the tops of the trees were scorched. And then the closer and closer you got, the lower and lower mm-hmm. parts of these trees were scorched and burned. You remember 31 years prior on the eve of all hollows when the war began. There was a little flutter of excitement. Heart of Steel would not know about this because Heart of Steel had not been made yet. But you remember wishing that you had seen the shooting star that had fallen the night the war war began. In addition, you feel overwhelmed by magic just just the memory of whatever magic was born 
from this asteroid. Its magic is intoxicating and sickening to you with its might, even after its diminishing presence over 31 years. With an 18, I will give you the last and final piece of information that you can gather from this, is you detect two different magics. Would I be able to cast Dispel Magic on it? You don't... It is not a present magic. Okay. It's still just It is the lingering, yeah. like, half-life of it's magic. Like radiation? Yes. Of, it, of fucking magic? 100% it uh, is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what you get. I guess... It, does it, it seem like it's having a negative effect on everything around it? It doesn't seem like the radiation of the magic is, but it seems like the radiation is more a... It speaks to the might. Mm-hmm. of the magic present. And I'll even get more specific with your high roll that one of the magics that you detect is like eons ahead of the other. The other one is still quite powerful, but one of them is something unimaginable. I think of everything and I want to see if I can chip off a piece of this fucking asteroid for myself. Yeah, I'll tell you totally can. Sweet. I take a piece of the asteroid. Okay. Okay. Um, do I uh, detect any change in it as I do nope, that? No, you don't. All right, Mr. Mirror, I'll talk to you in a second. I drop the okay. I drop that spell. I want to cast speak with an animate objects on the asteroid. It fails. Oh. So that wasn't work. Meaning it is animate. No. Huh? Give me. Did it um, cast like counterspell? <laughs> give me Arcana. Seven. You don't know why it failed. Cool. I don't know Can a lot I, of things. Uh, I'm like around today. I'm like Can six, I'm like six it, years uh, old. His magic failed. Did I notice this? I I will ask you. I'll give you advantage, but I will ask you for a DC twenty Arcana check. Okay. Guidance. <laughs> I fuck you not. That's a nat 20. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Quote that. I fuck, I fuck you, you not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do really like I fuck you not. That's a nat 20. I fuck you do. I fuck you not. I fuck you I do. Fuck I you fuck not. you not. That's a nat 20. You cannot name the source. Something cast a ninth level counter spell against his spell. Not only that, you with a nat 20, I will tell you something that cast the ninth level counter spell, cast it with the ease of a cantrip. I'm like still like crouched over next to the uh, asteroid and I just go, oh, to steal. Get to the church. Sprint away. <laughs> As I walk away, I don't assume I can tell anything. Like, if I can, I perceive it all where this came from. Where what came from? That oh, can't the, trip level, no, nine, level no, nine. No idea. Could I make an assumption that it's connected to the great evil? You, I have told you everything I can tell you with a nat 20. Cool. Even Adon walks away. 
in this moment, I'm going to say, as you guys are all kind of reconvening, um, you start to feel and see the vampire woman running Mm -hmm. from something. You see through her eyes Mm -hmm. this face. It's a flash. It's something humanoid, but its eyes are like black inky holes that are deep into the back of its fleshy head and it has an enormous mouth with long teeth and a kind of like half smile it's a flash of an image like that and the woman stops running and she is no longer afraid and then she is gone And while you as players remember this vampire woman, all of your characters forget that you ever met her. You are not aware of her. Training wheel, you are aware you cast scrying on someone, but you don't know what happened. And you are aware of the face that you saw. Where did I get this mirror? Just for clarification, um... I don't remember the vampire woman nope. or her existing. Yep. But I randomly had a vision of this like scary yeah. kind of distorted face kind of come out of nowhere. Because remember I, the if face. I because if I don't really remember like the vampire woman, I'll I, say, wouldn't, I wouldn't remember scry. So I just got this like vision kind of kind of yeah. Of, that's, yes. Okay. That's kind of that is kind of what it boils down to. Gotcha. You um, uh, give me an Arcana check. A fourteen. With what you do remember, knowing the information that you've gathered thus far, you have, through someone else's eyes, seen something because of the way that you saw it in a way that you can remember it. Otherwise, Mm. you would not have remembered this thing. Okay. You are not aware of the vampire woman, but you know that you saw whatever the thing is here in this village. And this is the thing I'm thinking everyone is probably afraid of. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure how, but I think I've been bestowed upon a vision of the thing that the people in this village fear. Mm. A distorted face with a cocked smile and long teeth with black holes for eyes. How do we get it here? I don't know. The vision appeared to me seemingly out of nowhere. It appeared as though it was in the woods. Everyone roll me. Um, we're going to, I'm going to give you some options. Arcana, history, or insight. Wow. All minus one for me. I'm going to give David Sturgis advantage. Um, Haha, funny insight is 24. Okay. Uh, Adon insight is 23. Okay. Six. Okay. This is the information you are aware of. You are aware of people using mirrors. With those high rolls, I'm going to combine that knowledge with the fact that 
training wheel just saw this thing through like a second pair of eyes, like a, like a degree of separation that he can tell kept him safe. You wonder if the mirrors might be a degree of separation that people mm. were using when they had their wits about them to stay safe. You are aware of some kind of song and you are aware of the scarecrow man in the church trying his best to cover his ears and sing loudly over whatever it is he was hearing. And you are aware of a loss of memory on across the village from the people that you do remember talking to. You feel like you have a grasp on the senses and the information that whatever this creature is takes advantage of or takes away from its prey. And a super massive like asteroid power. Mm -hmm. Well, I wonder if like the memory loss and all that is like the effects of mm -hmm. like the asteroid. And I wonder if like that one was running through the woods trying to get out. If this thing is keeping the people in town here. I also wonder if the asteroid like begs something to come and try and take control of it. I'll say with a nat 20, you feel like the asteroid is not alive in any way whatsoever. Yeah. But that nat 20 you rolled, there were there were two different magics that came, mm -hmm. crashed down on the asteroid. Okay. Can I... How far is that asteroid? Uh, not too far. Can I go over to it? Yeah, sure. Great. Um, this could be futile, but I want to try anyway. Um, I kind of float on over to this asteroid, and I feel that kind of malevolent presence uh, far gone, but and and do do I know that it like this is like the falling star? Yeah, uh, I'll say okay. that information is shared. If nothing else, I'd have filled you in. Cool. Um, in knowing that it like fell from somewhere, um, I would like to kind of lay both my mage hands on this asteroid and they kind of grow to like a larger size to like kind of fully grasp this asteroid, and I would like to ritual cast contact other plane okay um in attempts to reach out to any sort of anything that may be just like i mean like you said this magic was crazy and in, in, even in the language of the spell it's like i can mentally contact a demigod a spirit of a long dead sage a mysterious entity from another plane just like those are very general but i'm i feel like i'm kind of looking for something looking gonna, for anyone i'm gonna ask you to roll me three arcana checks wow okay cool um real quick haha ha, funny i want yes. you to take my basket isn't that your face <laughs> take my basket okay i'm taking your face um that is packed boon packed of the talisman um, this basket is also my talisman, um, so you add a d4 to your roll. Oh, cool. Yeah. To just one of them or all yeah, of them? Yeah, I guess just one to one of them. And I'll cast guidance for a second one. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, so two of them. Can I go one. with him and give him the help action on one of them? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'll say you have advantage on one. You can choose where the guide. You can double stack the guidances if you'd like. 
and the advantage. Like, if you want one with advantage and two guidances, I'll allow that. Do I have to decide uh, the advantage one before I roll it? Or yes, I do think I do think that. Okay, I'm probably just gonna evenly distribute that. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, one with advantage first. Okay, that's a 19. Okay. Um, and then we're going to do the D4 ones. That is a 17. Okay. And then again, that is a 28 for the last one. You use this spell, contact other plane. The word plane here is not exactly correct, but you do feel like you are reaching out beyond Sawin in a way that yes. you have never done before. You get images of war. You get images of a people vaporized. Screams of agony and cities dissipating into oceans. That is the history of whatever it was that rode this comet down to Sawin. You get a brief glimpse of a creature's face that resembles what training wheel has described. Gotcha. You see multiple faces like it. Oh. You see people combating it with earplugs and they are overtaken by it. Um, you see people wearing earplugs as they try and fight whatever this thing is before your vision ends. Well, I just got a brief history lesson on this thing. It's not good. It's, it's bad, even. Where is it from? I'm unsure. Also, can I have my basket back now? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it is It is my face. I, I, so I was right in assuming it was your face. Well, that's that's kind of how it appeared. I mean... I also was in the basket when, oh, when it was given to you. Your Grace, I'm so sorry. No, it is okay. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, King, your Grace, h- how are you? I, I know we've been kind of I'm, moseying about. I'm very interested to find out what is happening to this place and whatever this creature is. Do you need anything? Are you getting enough water? I just want to make sure that we are all safe and that I worry that not neutralizing this threat could mean disaster for our mission, whatever this thing may be. I saw what you saw. You saw the face. I saw many of them, in fact. Uh, Many of those faces? Many of those faces. (laughs) Those faces casted high-level magic at a comical rate. I will say... With your vision, you saw one of these creatures in the midst of these wars that you saw. This creature that is plaguing Nocturne right now and whatever this unexplainable high-level magic is, that was the secondary magic that Adon discovered. You saw this thing fighting people like a foot soldier as one of many. Right. Mm. 
wherever this asteroid came from, perhaps that's where that creature is also from. That is what I would assume. But again, how do we lure it out? Training wheel. You? Every now and then, Granny shows herself to you. Kind mm-hmm. of as just a guiding hand. Um, you see her ghostly form. You see Granny, like, nervously looking around you guys. Um, she doesn't speak. Um, but she just kind of points behind you. I spin around. You don't see anything there. She taps your handlebars, points in a different direction, like something moving around you. Um, You start to wonder if you have been surrounded by this thing from the second that you stepped into the village. With his rapid movement, can I use our mirror? Ooh. Because mm-hmm. I still have that. Mm. Um, I also want to point out, I don't know if this means anything to this, but I have blind sight, so I can perceive surroundings without relying on sight. I don't know if that affects things. Interesting. Um, I'm, going, I'm going to combine this gathering of information with you doing the mirror. This creature you catch a glimpse of some long, like fleshy, like snake-like appendage, like moving around you. This thing is closing in on you, like right now. This is bad. Um, I'd like to cast the cantrip sword burst. Um, it, it goes all within a like radius of myself. Um, and if this thing is anywhere around me within five feet, it takes it has to make a deck save. Um, it is not. You get the sense this thing has been existing in your peripheral and your blind spot endlessly since you've gotten on the island. You are aware of the uh, ear plugging from uh, Haha Funny's vision. Um, you are aware of the memory loss that seems to happen when interacting with this thing. You get the sense you are as close as you possibly can be to this thing before it, it, it essentially is going to like take you guys down one by one. You also get the sense that if it gets one of you, you forget that you ever met one of you. Um, should we just run in a straight line? It's not in our direct vision if we all look at the same point and just run. I do not see us being able to outrun something that we cannot even see. Uh, oh, boys with swords. Hmm. We we might need to just, you know, slice and dice. I, 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 I worry about going somewhere else. Uh, it's just going to follow me there, I think. <laughs> Can I just, like, fire off a firebolt like, behind me without looking? You don't hit anything. What if I look through the mirror? Do I... What happens when you I'm looking start, at the like, mirror? As you're looking, like, you're seeing, yeah. like, images of things in the back. Um, everybody, uh... Everybody just roll me intelligence. I would like to kind of do the same thing while we're doing this, uh, except... I want to Eldridge Blast where Granny is pointing. Um, you try your best. You don't hit anything in okay. the time that she points it. What is it? 11. Okay. Not one. Okay. 14. Uh, this was intelligence? Yeah. 
Okay, um, that is a three. Okay, um, thankfully for Adon's fourteen, the missing ele- the missing element of perception on your guys' end that you have not changed is you guys have not covered your ears in any way. I, uh, I don't have ears. I don't have ears. You haven't done anything to negate sound mm. from entering your guys' forest. <laughs> I pull out my bedroll, rip off two pieces of it, and suck them in my ears. I just grab two fistfuls of dirt and put them on either end of my helmet. <laughs> okay, sure. I just stop hearing. <laughs> uh, never mind. I could cast deafness on myself yeah do you want to fucking do that i would literally not hear anything at all yeah do you want to do that yes cool i cast deafness on myself you all in some way or another i'm going to say haha funny with your information that you've gathered on this and and the spell you cast on yourself as you cast deafness on yourself and sound starts to kind of shrink away from you just the faintest, like as it's going, just as at like that music fades as you go deaf. You realize that this thing's song has been causing you to look past it forget that you have seen it in the moments where your eyes catch it and as you're looking around with your mirrors and everything you realize it is encircling you you see its undulating neck weaving towards you all it is a huge creature moving through the air like a snake with a humanoid head pasty white flesh its eyes would be black sunken shadowy crevices its teeth are long and white almost like it's smiling at you stretches open its big jaw big enough to swallow any of you whole it lunges at you all you all dodge out of the way and as you turn to face it you see Five more heads protruding from the earth. This disgusting, bizarre, false hydra of a being. This otherworldly creature that has plagued this town since that meteor crashed now stands before you, no longer hidden by its magics, though you may prefer it to have killed you in silent stealth rather than this frightening head-on assault. And that's where we will end our session. Ooh. 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 Pretty beefy session. We were confused. Welcome to a war (laughs) of tricks and treats. So was everyone in that town. It's kind of the, 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 the false Hydra is kind of something that could be a multiple at like Mm. uh, a session kind of arc in and of itself. Um, So, I think honestly, you guys were really getting it. It was just that last piece that was mm-hmm. like, cover your ears. Um, really, otherwise, you guys like very thoroughly investigated every <laughs> part of the village, which was great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, with your roles and everything, you got like 
everything that I had for you That's like good. in that village. Um, so you should feel great about that. Uh, uh, session went pretty long, but honestly, I feel like we've really established this. I love this vibe. I gotta be honest. I, I'm really excited to get more into... You guys have kind of been thrown into a mystery first thing. I'm excited to get more into the lore and everything behind all of you. But thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five-star review on your favorite listening platform. Share with your friends. Join the Discord to join conversations with other friends and fans of the show. And join our Patreon if you can't get enough of foes and fables there's bonus content bonus campaigns talk back series whatever you're looking for it's probably on the patreon so thanks everybody so much does anybody want to shout anything out on our way out of here uh let us know in the discord what your favorite scary movie is yeah mm. actually yeah let's start a conversation about mm-hmm. scary things um this will be coming out i believe like the beginning week of october i think so <laughs> welcome to spooky season my favorite wow. season of the year scary movie by tanner has an arrow yep thanks so much <laughs> yeah. and on that note we're out of here goodbye sad um about one thing my original uh backstory i did for my character said that my father was struck down by a nightmare but my mother simultaneously died from a random brain aneurysm totally yes. unrelated yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Nope. yeah yes i really wrote that i i thought it was funny <laughs> Does this campaign give you funny? But I get well. Your name we're is not, Nero Nero Nero. Ha, ha, We're funny. not there yet, I guess. I've done most of the talking. Um, okay, so. <laughs> mm-hmm.